0: Ahoy there Marley mates and greetings my excellent friends. Welcome back to another episode of Marley Ramon's Mad Mad House of the Dead podcast where we discuss all things art. My art primarily. Sometimes we'll mix in another inspiration or two but today I'm gonna start with something a little bit different. Um, Not something I've ever really done before. I've actually upcycled one of my own pieces of work. And as a matter of fact, I finished it today. And you're probably thinking to yourself, why is he recording this already? Like he just finished it today. The ink on his signature is still wet. Why could he possibly want to do a show about this? This must be his masterpiece, like the greatest thing known to man, or in his mind, or what have you. Actually, false. Um, (laughs) I'm not really crazy about this piece. But there's a point to the story. The reason I'm covering this and making an episode out of it is because of the process. I wanna talk about the fact that things don't always go as planned. And sometimes we have to deviate from that plan. Sometimes we have to figure it out. On the fly, make adjustments and overcome certain obstacles. But it doesn't always necessarily have to be a bad thing even if it doesn't turn out the way you might expect it to. But before I go too far into that, I want to give you a little update on the beast. As we discussed and as you've seen on the social medias, uh, picked up a 1986 Cadillac DeVille hearse a couple weeks ago, just shy of a couple of weeks ago. Uh, as I'm sitting here recording this now, of course, this is weeks in advance before you ever hear this or the The show sees the light of day. Uh, The Beast is currently in the shop, getting a New York State inspection, and uh, yeah, she she needs a little love, because as you would expect from a 37-year-old lady of her stature, she's got some miles on her, giggity, Uh, and she needs needs a little attention, so we're getting her the much-needed TLC that she needs. For her mechanics, and then uh, little by little, I'll be working her body, if you know what I'm saying. I like to do the aesthetics. And as far as I'm concerned, it's basically... uh, The Beast is indeed the biggest art project that I am working on. The biggest one I've ever undertaken in my life. So not only is she the official transportation of Marley Ramone's Madman House of the Dead podcast... She is the biggest living, working, breathing, oil pumping, gas guzzling, badass mofo on the road. I don't know where I'm going with this, but she is my biggest piece to date. A work in progress, always going. But uh, more to follow on that. Stay tuned to the social media to the podcast, to the Facebook Live events, and we'll talk more and more about her. Maybe when we get her back in the near future, we'll do a Facebook Live highlighting her. But let's talk about this piece today. We have here today, for your listening and viewing pleasure, a piece that I had said before that was once my own, that I've upcycled my own work and I had a reason to do so. As I've discussed on the show before, when I sign a piece, that's that. There's no going back. There's no making changes. There's no, oops, I forgot to do this. I need to go. No, that's just when it's done, it's done. When it's signed, it's done. And this piece was something that I had done originally finished back on 21 January of 23. And it was a conceptual piece that I had wanted to try. I see a lot of videos online and I take a lot of inspiration from all different places. But this was a technique that I had seen and I actually discussed a piece previously quite a few episodes back called Wonder Bra. And if you remember it's a piece that I did of Wonder Woman with a wardrobe malfunction. But it has like a glitch technique. So it was done exclusively in three colors. black red and blue and so she's outlined in black and then I have her basically with red and blue highlighting but glitched and so you have like little dashes or what look like scrambled images that you would see back in the day when kids used to try to watch scrambled channels when their parents weren't home if you know what I'm saying and it's it's got that whole kind of glitchy look to it but before i did that piece i, I tried it on another another uh, subject you've seen plenty of work that i've done with influence from adventure time and that's what this was i basically took a canvas board 11 by 14 and or 11 by 17 rather and i did this close-up image of finn and jake just their faces very simple And that was actually the title of the original piece. It was just called Finn and Jake. And I painted the canvas board with just a a white foundation, almost like a primer. I drew Finn and Jake. And around them, I kind of had some like swirly line action just to kind of fill the space. And so it was a little more to look at. But it was essentially all done over in black Sharpie. And then what I did beyond that was I took markers, just basic, simple illustration markers, and I created the glitch technique over top of it. And honestly, I was really pleased with it. I actually was very happy with how it turned out. Now, mind you, I said that this piece was finished back in January. So let's fast forward. You can't see what I'm doing, but I'm going to break out my fingers and thumbs here. So we've got... January, February, March, April, May, June, July, and here it is mid-August, early August. So about seven months have gone by. And what's crazy is that the markers that I used have not only just faded drastically, but they've damn near evaporated. And when I post images on the social media so you can see the original, the... Fading and evaporated line work and then the new upgraded piece You'll see why I felt the need to do so um, Slight uh, Distraction here if you can hear any aircraft in the background It's because the air shows in town this weekend and for what it's worth. That's the sound of freedom. Just so you know No biggie um, But yeah Give uh, give them a shout so, <clears throat> excuse me. With this piece, it uh, it bothered me to look at because I was watching it like slowly kind of decompose before my very eyes and it was very just kind of disappointing because I really enjoyed how it turned out and I I was content with that. But now it's practically non-existent. Like the the main focus and the point of the entire piece was hardly even visible anymore. So, I didn't want to just scrap it. I didn't want to no longer have it anymore, but I wasn't about to go back and do anything to it because, uh, I have my rule and it's just my rule. So, uh, I do what I want. And I mean, everybody could be like, well, why did not we just go back and just touch it up? Well, just cause like, that's just my thing. You know, I don't expect you to understand it, but that's just my jam. So I, um, I wanted to try something a little bit different and I don't know if I've already said it here or not but the difference between this piece and the Wonder Woman piece was that when I did the Wonder Woman piece I exclusively used paint pens and not just illustration markers and the difference was dramatic because it was essentially using paint and so I bought a an assortment pack of paint pens. And I decided that what I was going to do on this one is, I can't just go back and touch it up, so I needed to upcycle the entire piece, which is essentially what I just did. I still stayed true to the original technique that I had wanted to capture, but I added a significant amount of color to it. So what I did with this piece, Jake is kind of that golden yellow color, so I used various shades of yellows and golds in his, in his uh, skin tone, essentially, his, his fur. And I, I just kind of filled them in. Not entirely and not exclusively, because there's still some areas of white that show through. And I didn't want it to be a very specific, like just a color book kind of piece. So I added that in different areas. And then I layered it as well, because I started with a darker yellow the gold and then I kind of worked with lighter patterns and layered it over top. So up close you can see the distinction. And then with Finn, his hood I colored it in blue. Now typically it would be white but I used it blue just to kind of to throw it off a little bit and to give it a little bit of balance. And I think that up close you'll, you'll see it and you'll, you'll realize that it's, it's supposed to be white, but it's not going to catch you right away because you don't see the rest of him. Typically, his hood is white and his shirt's like a lighter blue and his shorts are a dark blue, but it's just his face. So, or just his head, rather. And then his face, I kind of gave him some, some pink cheeks, rosy cheeks, and then some kind of skin tone, flesh colored, uh, peachish uh, skin. And after that, um, that was kind of the... The focus on those two fellas. But once that dried and everything was good to go, then I went back over it again with the red and blue to give it that sort of glitch 3D look again. I was able to go over some of the areas that were originally in that pattern, but it's not exactly as it was before. When you look at the two pieces side by side, you'll see that there is indeed a difference. And of course, they'll look like it's practically the same thing just in color versus not but there's more to it than that. Uh, Jake's eyes have red and blue almost in a way that there's white in the middle red on one side blue on the other where it almost resembles the the Grateful Dead skull and that kind of that pattern but it's it's not necessarily it's just coincidental. Once I got all of the coloring in there And then I also did the glitch line work. I went back over it one more time with just a white paint pen and added some white glitch lines to kind of overlap and tie them together. And I feel like that really brings it together because, you know, obviously we can see the difference between red and blue. But then when you add the white overlap, you don't necessarily expect to acknowledge that it's a a white line and it's almost kind of uh, a little translucent. So it blends it well it's it's a good it's a good connector and on top of that all, I wasn't fully satisfied with that either and so around them are kind of like wavy lines you know in a kind of a just a ripple pattern and so I did some doodling just with some of the other paint colors I used uh green like a dark green in that first wave and just kind of did some repeated like block or square rectangular type patterns over and over again kind of overlapping themselves. And then the second row, second wave after that, I did some purple, just kind of curly, curly Q, little, little circle type things. And then the third wave after that is just solid orange. So there's a, a variety of color in it. Meanwhile, between the main focus, which is the two and the the series of waves there's still like a, a mostly um, probably a, a large area of negative space that's just pure white so it does radiate around them and over them but it's basically just a white background and then the waves so I finished this piece technically yesterday but I, I waited I didn't sign it until earlier today. And let me kind of backpedal a little bit. In the bottom corner where I sign my name, I had it originally written in silver pen. And I filled in that little corner with some red, really bright, vibrant, dark red. And you can see my signature in silver, but then over again, once I've, basically made this a secondary piece. I signed it a second time in black Sharpie over top of it, so it it almost looks like my signature has a shadow behind it. And that's the piece. So the first piece was entitled Finn and Jake, done on 21 January of 23. And then the second one is titled Part Due," as in it rhymes with two. 10 August of 23. And why did I want to talk about this today? Why did I want to make an episode about a piece that I'm not really crazy about? Well, I don't hate it. In fact, I don't I don't dislike it. I I like it. It's 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 cool. It's not what I wanted. It's not what I originally had in mind. And you know, again, you could argue like, hey dude, this is your thing. You can do whatever you want. You're right, yeah, I can. I can do whatever I want. Um But I also use this as an opportunity to to figure out something else, to take it to a different place and to to problem solve. I had never used paint markers to the same degree that I used on here. I've seen plenty of videos of people using them, and I feel like the difference between the videos that I've seen and this is that they typically tend to use them on paper. It's like a thick cardstock where this was more of a, Uh, an absorbent canvas board, and I don't know, maybe that makes a difference, but uh, I'm sure the brand of of paint pens makes a difference, but I was just trying it on and you know what? They can't all be blue-eyed gems, so I'm okay with that, and I want you to be okay with it. I want you not... I don't care if you're okay with my piece or not. You do your thing. You could hate it, and it's not gonna bother me one bit. I want you to be okay with you. I want you to be okay with your artistic process. If you take the time and the effort to do something like this, to be creative, even if it's not artistic, if it's just whatever it is that you're into, and you don't necessarily get the results that you're hoping for, it's okay. It's okay. (laughs) It is okay, I assure you. Uh, The sun will come out tomorrow. But the thing of it is, you got to be willing to let yourself have a pass every once in a while. Don't be hard on yourself. You know what? Pick yourself up, dust yourself off, and, and go at it again. So, you know, if anything, it's, it's experience. It's practice. It's uh, something that you hadn't done until you did it. And so I feel like there's value in that. There's things that I've done that I look back on, and I'm like, Ugh, yikes. Um, and at the time, I thought, you know what? These are cool. I, I'm happy with this. This is good it shows progress. It shows development. And Some of those pieces that I'm talking about weren't that long ago, where at the moment I was like, man, I'm I'm really fond of this. And then looking back on it now, maybe maybe not so much. But onward and upward, we're constantly striving to get better. We have to be bigger, faster, stronger. We have the technology. Work hard and try it on. If it works, awesome. Doesn't mean it's going to next time. Hopefully it will. If it doesn't, Keep trying, keep going after it. And if that means you gotta try something different once in a while just to just to figure it out, who knows if I'm ever even gonna use this technique again. But it was something that interested me. It was something that I was curious about and I wanted to try, so I did. Did I fail? No. Did I succeed to the to the greatest degree possible that I felt like this was the pinnacle of my artistic expression? Nope, not even close. And that's fine because it's just another feather in my cap. And it's a, it's a way for me to add more to my ability, my experience, my development. And so that is the message I want you to take home with you. It's okay. It's good to make mistakes. It's good to try on different things, take things in a different direction, and so on and so forth. And so kind of a lengthy kind of diatribe here for just one piece that I'm not crazy about, but there's a method to the madness. Before I wrap up this week's episode, I want to share a quote that my good buddy Mike T shared with me. He found this. It was a newspaper clipping, and he took a picture and showed it to me. This was a a quote by uh, an art show producer named Ezra Croft, and the quote reads, People need art in their houses. They don't need bed, bath, and beyond dentist office art. They need weird stuff. And uh, I thought that was pretty awesome. And as soon as he sent it to me, I'm like, dude, I'm absolutely using that in the show because, you know – You see stuff everywhere, and that's partially why I do a lot of this upcycle thrift shop stuff, because it's just mass-produced, and it's kind of, I don't know. Everybody's got their own style. Art, I've said it before, is just a matter of opinion. But I like to do weird stuff, and nothing I have is nothing. I can't think of anything that I've done that is just, air quotes, normal, right? I don't just go and paint a, a scene. I don't go and do... Um, stuff of that nature typically unless there's like a, a series of like zombies in the background or something I gotta it's got to be fucked up somehow right so I'm your guy but have fun do what makes you happy display what makes you happy find that weird artwork that's not going to be necessarily off the shelf visit your local comic shops, go to cons go to different weird art festivals, you're going to find all sorts of crazy stuff there and that's the cool, that's the cool original thing. And there's a million other people out there just like me that are trying to do their thing. And they just want to make others happy with their craft, with their art, with their ability. And so um, if it makes you happy, then have at it. Enjoy it. Hang it up. Smile at it when you walk by. Look at it. Get lost in it. Whatever you do, art, uh, it's powerful. We've talked about that. Hey, Marley mates. What's that, you ask? Where can I get my official Marley Ramones Mad Mad House of the Dead podcast merch? Well, I'll tell you. Head on over to Spreadshirt.com and you can find a whole plethora of different things. We got t-shirts, hoodies, stickers, coffee mugs, you name it. So you can rock out with your gear on. What did you think I was going to say? Go on over, show some love, and... uh, Sport your podcast gear like a boss. Okay, folks, thank you for joining again this week. Art is a powerful thing, and I appreciate your willingness to hear my stories. And if you keep listening, I'll keep talking. I urge you to do what makes you happy and never accept anyone that treats you less than. Have the courage to be you and try things on. Besides, every day is Halloween. Special thanks to our friends at Pecan Pie and Subsonic Voodoo for providing these epic musical selections. To see these works as discussed, follow on Facebook at Marley Ramone's Mad Mad House of the Dead podcast page, or on Instagram at MRMMHOD. You can find this podcast on most major streaming platforms. And most importantly, if there's one thing that you take away from this stupid little podcast, it's to remember that you are not alone, ever. Dial 988 for the National Suicide and Crisis Lifeline or Veterans Crisis Line, also 988, then press 1 or text to 838-255. Until next time, be creative and go tell someone you love them.